You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hey, this is Henry from the United Empire. You're listening to the Okada Shorts Podcast. Crowns up, boy! right it is the boys with the shorts okada shorts podcast the glorious return how are you doing how are you feeling i was in a dark place when we last spoke but now it's a sensible time and i've got a beer so i'm doing all right <laughs> i was gonna say welcome to our new host grafe gruston uh, you know the <laughs> the happy version <laughs> the the yeah, more well-balanced version we're- we're having fun today. Like it's it's been a little bit frustrating because my computer took a shit on me in the middle mm-hmm. of uh, recording. Drop your shorts, but you know who Rafe is? Audio genius, big audio dynamite. Rafe Houston mm-hmm. is gonna fix all that for us before we send it off. Hey, have Nobody you listened to Drop Your Shorts? Have you personally, listener, podcast listener, have you listened to Drop Your Shorts? If you'd like to, have you dog? Do you know where you can go? Yeah. Do you know where you could go? Patreon.com/slash. I'm, I'm putting the I'm putting it on. No, no, let's get let's get the plugs in early. Let's get the plugs in early. We we don't got all day today, so it's fine. Let's hit, let's hit him. Let's hit him with it. We're gonna hit him. We're gonna do a quick one. It's been three weeks since we've recorded, and so much has happened. But you know what? I'm on vacation. Rafe's drinking a shower beer. His wife's gonna come home, and 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 they're gonna cook dinner and stuff, and he's gonna have a lovely evening. That's it. And I'm gonna go and play some Marvel Crisis Protocol with my friends. Mm-hmm. And um, let's, it works. Let's For the record, it's no longer a shower beer. I'm not in the shower while talking to Curtis, but it began as a shower beer covered on Drop Your Shorts. You'd know all about that. But sometimes you get home from a hard day's work, you just got to crack a, a cold beer and get in a hot shower. That's what I'm saying. That's the most relaxing thing the first you can time do. I ever, the, I, the first time I ever saw that, I went to my friend's house. I woke him up because he was working nights and I was like, Hey man, you want to go out and uh, hang out today? He goes, Yeah. I was like, All right, let me rock in here, uh, rock in here and then take a piss real fast. And I look over and I'm like, that's a, that's a shower beer. What is that? And he, I said, why is there bottles in your shower? And he's just half asleep. He goes, shower beer. <laughs> when I was a single man, I specifically had a rack in my shower just to hold the beer, like a cup holder scenario, just so I was prepared. Shower beer. Yeah, it's called being smart and being ready. That's what it is. But, hey, we've had a big week uh, when we last spoke. Uh, I was ready to give away New Japan Pro Wrestling. I was pretty pretty over it prior to the Destruction shows. I believe I was claiming promotional malpractice uh, <laughs> at some of the things they were talking about. But to be honest, by the time it was all said and done, I had fun with the Destruction shows. Not that match. Uh, and I do think, you know, there was there was issues to be had. But I think the Destruction shows themselves were good for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean... I, I really loved the uh, junior heavyweight three-way uh, between 
uh, who was it? Oh, it's Hiromu and Speedball Mike Bailey and Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that it did suffer a little bit. I like, I like Yo now. I think Crazy Yo is fun, mm-hmm. but I was really looking forward to Hiromu, Speedball, and Leo Rush. Yeah, and that might be something we can touch on here real fast. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Leo Rush is done with New Japan? Like a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about wanting to move to Japan and everything like that. Then all of a sudden, he gets sick. They pull him from this three way. Now he's back in America and he's talking about like he doesn't know what he's going to do like at the moment and stuff. See, it, it's hard to say because the dude is historically a huge flake. You know what I mean? Like that's where he got that rep from is signing contracts, breaking them. You know what I mean? All about something. I live and die by this promotion. Then he's just gone. You know what I mean? There's very rarely like follow through for him. So I hope that's not the case. I would like to actually see him put in like a solid run anywhere. You know, I think that would be good. If he dropped out of this, it would probably be my last sort of legs for having any interest in anything he does. Because I, do, yeah, I don't see it getting better than a New Japan run. If he's just like back on the uh, – I just don't care about anything else. So if if he was out of this, I'd be like, he's officially the most flaky dude ever. I, do what you want. You know what I mean? I, I don't care about it. Because they should be That's- putting their money into more reliable talent than that. Like bringing over Mike Bailey who is like – multilingual and shit like is a better choice uh if he can't be relied on well i i, I it just sucks because it seems like i'm, I'm guessing 100 percent guessing what happened was he went i'm sick everyone else went i'm sick too and everybody else was like yeah i'll i'll go ahead and do the show anyway and he yeah. didn't yeah and like gotta gotta look out for number one i completely understand <laughs> that but like you, you and I both know how New Japan is. Like, they want you to sacrifice for the company. Of course. And they'll fucking they'll sacrifice the for, you. for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it just seems like that's not what he did. And maybe they were like, hey, there goes your fucking junior heavyweight belt uh, run. Yeah. Stuff like that. And he said, all right, go fuck yourselves then. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe that's, that's it. 100% guess. Mm-hmm. 100% guess. 100% guess. But, like, but you could see that playing out, that scenario playing out. They expect a certain question. amount of dedication and then they'll ride for you. And if you you don't give that, or you you know, and you give uh, give less than that, or or show that you know they're not a priority to you, then that's the way it'll come back around, you know. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, for the record, that match I was I was kind of sleepwalking through that a little bit, though. You know, they're all good wrestlers. I didn't really care about it. I don't care about Hiromu. Really? Yeah. No. Dude, a lot of people have been saying Hiromu's been way less than impressive. Uh, I haven't cared about now. him for ages. I, I haven't cared about him for ages. I don't care Even about his long title run. I don't give a fuck. Current DDT Ironman champion right now? Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, probably because I don't care. So, but I, yeah, when it, that when is interesting. That is, that is somewhat interesting, but even then, I still hell don't care. I think there's more interesting people in that division than him. Like, for instance, like, I don't know. Show should have that belt and not the KOPW belt, in like my opinion. Like, or you know, or Robbie, or like, fuck, just list them. You know what I mean? There's so many more interesting choices. Titan, Wato, fucking Desperado. Like, he's the one of the least interesting people in that division for me. Wow, mm. wow, man. Yeah, I, I, like, I'm not going to fault you for that for sure. Um, not forever. You're, you're just not through kind of over him, just. 
he's been in the face for quite a while. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and you're, you're definitely not alone here in these thoughts. No. It's like I've had a lot of people telling me that they feel the exact same way. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because, like, I love Hiromu, but, like, he doesn't really need the belt to be a draw, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, people love him. He doesn't need the belt to be to, to be the head of the junior division. To be honest, I think it would benefit him not having it. Like, I think he'd probably be better back to the drawing board fighting from underneath, scrapping against stuff, maybe going through some hardships because at the moment it's just like he wins everything all the time and then that just gets dull. Maybe maybe it's time for him to like go for a KOPW or a never title run or something like that. Yeah, well, don't you think that like he's the kind of character that when he was his most interesting, he was wild and out of control and suicidally like chasing Kushida and stuff like that. Him as like the dominant champion doesn't read for me. Like, I don't think he's that type of character. Like, and I don't, I just don't think it works. I think he would come up with some hella good stuff for a KOPW. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That would be a great spot for him. Like a, like a never a KOPW would be, would be better than, than the junior thing. Yeah, definitely. So, so right now, if you had your pick, who do you think should be on top of that junior division right at this moment? Is it Taiji Ishimori who's recently just come back and looks fucking fantastic? I mean, I've never been like the hugest Bona fan, but when I saw him, I was like, "I'll take that." Like, I was just like, it's "Just yeah. some, something different," you know what I mean? I I would rather see it uh, in somewhere unexpected. Like, I I do really feel like show and Hiromu swapping titles would be more interesting for me. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. It's Wado time. Wado, actually, you know what? Wado, Wado fucking won the best of the Super Juniors. If he had then, if they'd pulled the trigger and he had then won his chance, even if it was by hook or by crook or whatever it may be, you know, just narrowly gets through, maybe Desperado's involved somehow, something happens. But if he's just like the narrowly hanging on by a thread champion that isn't ready, that's more interesting to me than the Hiromo situation. Yeah. And it's like... And then the whole Desperado kind of friendship, Desperado kind of thing is like Desperado getting close to him to then fuck him up. You know what I mean? Because he's got the title. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess we can kind of team up because he's just getting close to him, you know. I like it. Like that would be way more interesting for me. We're fantasy booking again, but I like yeah, that. Yeah, we do lot. that all the time. I think that's a fun time. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Um, what did you think of the main event of uh, Destruction and Goku? Was that Sonata and Evil? Yes. Yeah, look, they've been holding that loaded gun to our head for quite a while and threatening it. I I found myself watching it and going, who's this for? Like, why is this happening? Because there are just so many better wrestlers than Sonata (laughs) in so many ways that are more interesting I'm not just talking about wrestling, which there are. I'm not just talking about personality, which there are. Even looks to an extent there are. I'm like, why is he the project? That's what I don't get. Like, why Why am I being put through this? Um, evil having the championship and releasing a shirt, like with him as the champion, I was like, now he should fucking win it because this is way more interesting. And that's fucking <laughs> evil I'm talking about because I'm like, just give me anything that resembles charisma. Um but I I enjoy and I always enjoy with House of Torture 
when they inevitably get thwarted, right? Like when the when it ends up being like each of the different team members in the ring and they face off one by one and they overcome each other and it's Tai Chi fighting fight this guy and then Show doing this and blah, blah, blah. But that is the fucking shit they have to throw in to make it interesting. You know what I mean? Like it needs all the surrounding characters because the meat and potatoes of the actual match itself can't carry the weight of the title match. And that's what it is. Like I... Yeah, I just uh, I I don't care about the title scene at the moment because Okada's right there. He could still be on the same reign that he was when I started as a fan, fucking years ago, and I would still be entertained because you know what? Every pay per view would come round, it would have that title match, and he'd fucking knock it out of the park, and it would be the absolute classic New Japan banger that isn't really happening right now. That's fair. Um, it, I said I isn't wonder, really happening. It's not happening right now. And I wonder how much of how much of that is just us. Because, like, we can talk about um, Royal Quest 3 in a few minutes. Uh, I know people have already, like, heard, uh, like, Super Cast has covered it and a couple other places have covered it. But I was, I was there, and I'll, we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, that show, when Sonata came out, people went shithouse. Like... Did they? I couldn't tell the audio respect. was too fucking shit. I couldn't. Yeah, the audio was fucking awful. But but oh, you were in the house. Was... You were in the house though. So oh, so were people into yeah, I heard it? it? People were into it. Were, were we work stiff in the house live? Like <laughs> Sonata's biggest fans was... were in the house. <laughs> I was working stiff personally. No, no. Like he, Sonata came out and the fans like really responded. I was like, this is a Western audience, guys. Really? Yeah. Did he have Tai Chi with him? Uh, no, he had Doki, and I think, uh, gosh, I don't remember. Was Yuya there? Doki and see, I Yuya was not. There. I have completely forgotten his appearance on the show altogether. Um, so I've, I guess I've blanked it out. But maybe just cheering for the guys. I think. I, well, he came out on his own. Like they all oh. came out and did like uh, uh, their own like musical segment or whatever. Mm. Uh, he came out with his terrible fucking pop punk song, pop, pop punk song, and uh, <laughs> everyone went so. shit house. And I think it's maybe because he had the belt with him and people wanted to respect the belt. Mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, they loved him. I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, I'm in the minority and I'm just not seeing something. Maybe I carry a bias from like years of just not being into it. But like I have tried, like. Uh, maybe because I, I didn't even I didn't even watch the evil match. Oh, you were there? No, were you? Oh no, no, no. no, no, no sorry, no, 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 sorry. The evil match was in Rio Goku. You, you no, didn't I, even watch I watched it. The, I watched the junior heavyweight three way, and I was like, "That was great, mm. excellent show." And just turned it off. I hung around through the three way just to get to the evil match because I was like, "Maybe they'll flip the title. That'd be fucking sick." But again, like I don't know, but. Do people really care about Sonata versus Naito? Like, do why do I? Yes. Who, who ca- why do I care? Why? Fucking Wrestle Kingdom is selling like gangbusters. Evidently, it's because it's Wrestle Kingdom, right? Like, people want people want to see Naito's finally, you know, get to finish the story. <laughs> I don't give a fuck 
about the story. I already, I already saw the story because I saw him finally beat Okada, and yes, he, he fucking you know gets attacked by Kenta from behind. That that's fine. So what? He didn't do the roll call like that. Even matters. Like who gives a fuck? Who cares? Who cares, Curtis? Fans, do you care? Fans in Japan. I I don't give a shit about the fucking roll call. No. I. No, I, I just like you, I was like, oh man, this is great. Like I was watching along and, you know, I saw Kenta pop up there and I saw the headline uh, across every fucking Twitter post, local man ruins everything. Mm. And like, you know, I, I saw, you know, what was funny. I I was in the building. I was in the building, but I actually missed the Kenta attack because I had been drinking way too much. And it ended and I saw Naito's glorious moment and I was like, time to get the fuck out of here. And I was like halfway up the stairs on my way out the door and then I heard everybody screaming and I come back and it was over. So to me, the glowing moment of Naito winning had already happened. Then that was like a separate piece. You know what I mean? So it didn't really affect me in any way. Yeah, like I I loved it. I thought it was a great moment. I thought... And also Kenta isn't even in this Wrestle Kingdom match. Like, I, I mean, he's a, I'm not saying I want that because that is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but finishing the story would be actually somehow it's come around and Kenta is the one holding the belt and then Naito is beating him to take the belt back. That would be the story, right? This is the man that fucked me over. He then ended up with the title. Now, that's the story. Not like or, my fucking mate no that helped me win it the first time is now actually doing really well for himself, but I'm really going to rain on his parade and take it off him myself <laughs> and then shout out all my other homies that I now like way better than I ever did him when he hung out with me, which is what the story is. Because he was always a dick to them all, and then he was like, actually, so I just got a point. All these guys seem to be being real nice to him. He's having a good time. Maybe I should be a little bit nicer to my own team. That's the story. He's going to be nice to them and shout them out. Like, do I have the wrong? Am I fucking, am I wrong here? Like, I don't know. Like, am I misreading it? I don't know, man. Like, I think that's the thing I was going to say is like, who's the, who's the bad guy in this scenario? Cause I, it's definitely not Naito and it's definitely not Sonata. Like, like, what are we doing? Why do we care? Why do I care, Curtis? Why do I care? This is why I didn't want Naito to win the fucking G1. Because I was like, there's nothing. Yeah, but the match is going to be good. And you know what? I've This whole time I've been like, why the fuck isn't Will Ospreay the world champion? But obviously now we have seen with him signing with (laughs) uh, Barry Bloom that he ain't going to be around anymore. He's about to receive a bazillion dollars to go anywhere else and he is gone. That is his history. Please, for the for the layman at home, who is Barry Bloom? So Barry Bloom is like wrestling agent to the stars. So it, all the biggest deals in wrestling, all the huge, like Brock Lesnar, I'm pretty sure Chris Jericho, he represents like Omega and the Bucks. He like fucking negotiated like Hall and Nash's contract back in WCW and shit, like Waltman, like... I may get some of those names wrong, but just picture the guy that's made people the most money in wrestling. That's who Barry Bloom is. And now he's Will Ospreay's agent. Do you think he's going to New Japan or is he going to WWE to be at WrestleMania for a quadrazillion dollars? Like, that's it's so funny because at Royal Quest, like very very last thing of the night, he, <laughs> I loved how fucking absolutely ocker he was. Like he's just like, yeah, I fucking don't know. <laughs> 
like, I was like, you need to get the agent. You, you need. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he said, yeah, he said, this is probably the last time I'll be facing Zach in, especially in England. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's saying goodbye. Yeah. That's exactly what I saying. And he was having fun with it too. So, and he was saying all the outlandish shit he was getting it out of his sister. Which sexy Japanese bitch is coming out? Because he knows he's never going to fucking get to do it again. He's never going to get to do it again. Yeah. He's going to get dropped like, in fucking WWE. He'll have a spokesperson. He'll have Paul Heyman or some shit. Like he'll never get to speak on a mic again and he'll just do the best toned down wrestling anybody can do at WrestleMania. Oh. That hurts my soul. Mm. That's how, that's how the, this shit works. Nuge okay. makes them, West takes them. You, you've said it yourself a bazillion times. God, I mean, Tony Khan's pretty rich and he has a lot of yeah. friends there, but he's going to be like paying, paying money. Yeah. But money. I, I don't know that WWE is going to be looking to do any like huge contracts right now. <laughs> Mm, exactly. So maybe, but either way, Barry Bloom gonna make sure that Osprey gets the most cash. Oh yeah, Will's gonna eat. Don't yeah. even worry about that. <laughs> oh, eat. He eating forever. So eating and you know what? A long time. He has fucking worked for it, man. Nobody has worked harder and put on more matches with more effort than that guy. So he deserves it more than most. You know what I mean? That's, that's We're not talking about Bright about. Lights Anderson fucking pulling some bullshit and tailgating yeah. AJ stuff. This guy has earned it. He he never takes a match off. He never takes a match off. He's 100% all go, no quit, big nuts, stick <laughs> willy with the big willy, like, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can you can see him you can see him in front of uh, five thousand people or you can see him in front of 80,000 people or you can mm-hmm. see him in front of 80 people and he's the same guy. Every time. And you know what? Like this entire thing, he has known that he's probably not going to be around and he's been making everybody he he can in like New Japan, in RevPro, and everywhere he goes, he's like, I'm making as many people as I can look like stars before I'm out the door. You know what I mean? I I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting Okan in with Moxley. I'm fucking making Shooter look like a fucking million bucks before I go. I'm fucking bigging up the homies. I'm doing this. Like He's just doing everything he can to leave – the entire house in order before he's gone. Oh, it hurts. Um, it no, does hurt. It does hurt. I hope hurts. I'm wrong. And like I think, but I just don't think, I think they that's can why compete. I have to. Like I can't not go to see uh, Rev Pro in in. Uh, so the place where they had Royal Quest Two, mm-hmm. uh, the smaller venue, not the Copper Box, but the, uh, the smaller venue where they had uh, FTR versus Aussie Open. Mm-hmm. Their Rev Pro is running that in December. And one of the main events is going to be uh, Will versus Gabe Kidd. Mm-hmm. And I can't not go to that because it's probably going to be the last time I'm going to get to see Will Ospreay. You absolutely need to go to that. And if that's one of his last ref pros, he might even fucking lose to Gabe Kidd at that show. Yeah. Well, his his contract is over, what, second week of January? Yeah. So, yeah. Get it in. Man. Gotta get it in. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so sad. So sad. It is sad, but you know what? I, if anybody has deserved it and earned it and like deserves to retire fucking really wealthy, it's, you know, him now. You know what I mean? He's, sure. he's a guy who's, you know, said dumb shit when he was young, but he was a fucking kid growing up and he's developed into the best wrestler in the world 
and he do, he works fucking tirelessly hard, and I just think he's fucking he's just earned it, man. Like, you know, that's just it. Yeah, I think um, we've all been been there. We've all said something fucking stupid when we were kids. So way too much. <laughs> way yeah. too much. And you know what? We grew we grew up in different times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the shit like I grew up around and heard said and things like that. There's plenty of stupid shit I've said fucking. And as well, like in a friend group where there's literally nothing that is off limits and isn't funny. You say things to shock your friends as well. Like, you know what I mean? On purpose, you walk up and you say the most extreme thing you can because that was the time. Now I'm like, yeah. fuck, if I said that, like, it's just unacceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I've, I understand that and I've learned that and I do and not, that's not do that anymore. not anything that bad. He, he, oh. he never. Oh, no, he didn't. I'm talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm not a public figure. I'm just shocking my mates and being stupid over a couple of beers. You know what I mean? For for funny. Yeah. But yeah, he's just popped off and said dumb shit because he's like a fucking, you know, a nerd playing a fucking superhero who had fans and could do whatever he wants. I mean, we we've talked about it before and I think my wife put her finger on it really well is when I I've like why do that so many of these wrestlers like fucking disappoint me? You know what I mean? Why have so many been cancelled and why is this? And Amy's like because wrestling it, it is a nerdy thing, you know what I mean? She's yep. like, yep. and these guys have become jack nerds who suddenly have a lot of attention and they're just out of fucking touch a bit, you know what I mean? And they're like, of course everybody wants this. I'm fucking famous. And they cross lines and stuff because they don't understand and they fucking just think it's okay and they think they can, they, they're superstars and can do whatever they want. It's one of the very few public-facing things where they interact directly face-to-face with their fans all the time and on social media and all that stuff. So there's this constant interaction and they just think some of them, not all, obviously, but those who have gone to just think it's okay to do whatever the fuck they want and they think that's what other people want and stuff and it's wrong and it's not. But they just don't understand because they've never had that or whatever, you know what I mean? That's not excuse. That's just like where the fucking headspace goes. Because when you think of stuff like bands and, you know, professional sports teams and stuff, there's there's like a barrier, you know what I mean, between people and stuff. It's not just like a nerd getting DM'd by a fan, you know what I mean? So there's – it's just – it leaves people open to this kind of shit and certain people just fucking take advantage of people and it's very wrong. And And there's – yeah there's also the dichotomy of are you talking to me or are you talking to the character that I play and where's the line there? Yes. They you start know? to believe their own bullshit. Of- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're like, I am this fucking, like they start to become that. Not Again, not everybody, but those people who fucking lose their way, all of that plays a part. Yeah. Plus being a piece of shit. but but it is it is that it's getting carried away in their own bullshit and believing their own shit then they they think it's okay to take advantage of people because they fucking think they're rock stars but they're not we we are just two for two on bummers today huh no i'm not i'm not bummed about i'm i'm enlightening the world we're still moving um speaking of bummers though let's talk about that fucking match real quick so tell me this 
and I know the answer, but why, while we're talking about New Japan, like who is this for and why are they putting me through this? Why, why are we dealing with this Tonga lower push right now? That is the fucking wildest. Like, I, I remember at Royal Quest watching him do the the tummy the tummy smack. Yeah, tummy smack. Hate and, it. And, and hate it with everything I've got. Yeah. And I was sitting there watching. And I'm just like, I think I'm gonna go and get a hot dog. Like, I don't even eat meat anymore, and I want to just go fucking get something so that I don't have to look at this. And like, it was it was awful. It was truly terrible. And it was it was so upsetting because like everyone else in the ring deserved better. Everyone yeah. else in the ring. Like who who was there with him? He had um he had ELP, he had Tamatanga, he had uh David Finley was there. Like mm-hmm. I was like, everyone else in this fucking ring deserves better than that fucking move. Yeah. And it's not it's it's not just he that. fucking that got the pin. Is... He used that fucking piece of shit ape shit move that looks terrible and looks like they don't even connect to win to beat the the fucking boss of the bullet club. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't. I can't. I can't even with this fucking. Where's Bullet Club going right now? Where? Like, you, you got fucking Ghetto coming out in his coked out fucking mountain hiking shoes. I, I and, can't. I can't with Ghetto's fucking shoes. And right beret. <laughs> like, or whatever. He's fucking Andy Cap. Fucking whatever that is. And. Like Taiji Shimori's back, great, but is he like a full fledged war dog? I, like, I mean, not... he wasn't wearing a Bullet Club shirt. No, he was wearing like a crossover promotion shirt. But, yeah, uh, he's got Bullet Club. He's got a Bullet Club jacket and stuff like that. And I, I hope, I would hope that he ends up somewhere else. But Bullet Club fits for him so well. But like, is he fucking a war dog? I don't know. I feel like he could be. I feel like he could be. It would be cool. The war dogs are the only good thing about Bullet Club. That fucking promo that fucking um, Clark Connors and Driller just released where it's just them in a room just talking shit, they're so fucking good. They're just on one right now, and they're just like, we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want, and I love it. Like When they called when they called Kushida and fucking Kevin Knight the inter- uh, intergalactic bedwetters, <laughs> I die. I die. My, my favorite is that, that first promo video they did where they're in the bar and Driller turns to the wall and there's a picture of a clown. He goes, hey, look, it's Catch 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> <laughs> they are fucking it, dude. They're and so they're funny. Connor's like snorting coke off his fucking, uh, off of his belt. Did you see this? The, I they, didn't see that, puts, but that's funny. Oh, he didn't, he didn't actually do it. That's his no. whole, his whole thing. He's, he's like pretending to snort coke off of his belt, but that's funny. I wouldn't, I don't know. That's not, probably not the worst thing that's happened to those belts. Um, the, 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 have you seen the stickers that they put on the belt? Oh, the, I thought they were the, actually, like, I thought they were actually um, side plates. Oh, they might be. I thought they were just stickers. Mm, I mean, they might be, but but either way, I, I they've got the things there. Yeah, yeah. And they look fucking great. Yeah. Um, yeah, those, those two are fucking magic. Man, they're absolute magic. And Gabe Kidd is fucking on one right now. Yeah. Uh, he and Coglin were great at Royal Quest. I was so excited to see them. So, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, Finlay needs to be careful, man. He's going to get fucking lapped and dropped out of that fucking does. group. Like, he does. Yeah. All of the other like Bullet Club guys do because those fucking four dudes are like just on one and they're on the same page and they're doing something that nobody else is doing. Yeah. And I think, I, I think there needs to be something big. 
for the war dogs soon. Mm-hmm. There needs to, they got to strike while the iron's hot, man. Like you've got to establish, establish this new bullet club, mm-hmm. establish it. Like a fucking bullshit. Never title run is not good enough. No, like we've, you know what? We've got it off him now. We fucking had to have him get pinned by Tungalo for some reason, but I think they're going to put us through a singles match between Tangaloa and Finlay. And I hope it's just – to be honest, I was actually really sad to see that fucking thing because it means like, oh, we're going to draw out this Gorillas of Destiny fucking bullet club thing. But I just need like Tangaloa hospitalized like fucking his brother was when he versed Finlay and just have Finlay move past it. He just needs to move to the next level of what's happening going on. He should be challenging for world titles. They need to put the leader of that group into that bigger picture they need to elevate him yeah like no one's going to take him seriously if he's just no one's going to take bullet club seriously if they're sitting at never open weight levels or strong tag team title levels they need to be you know like you've got you've got the junior heavyweight belts on clark and and drilla that's great Mm -hmm. let's have you know let's have the fucking uh war dogs win the fucking uh heavyweight titles heavyweight tag titles fuck it yeah let's have let's have finley you know take a take a run at the fucking u.s belt let's yeah. have finley be the one to take it off a of fucking will if we have to or establish or, or or if like shooter manages to get the better of will he then immediately gets taken out by finley you know what i mean yeah. and so he has it to elevate him briefly but then he's he's lost it just numbers overwhelm him kind of thing and then you start moving finley into like the realms of John Moxley and Shooter and stuff and like and then you've got the fucking war dogs facing off against fucking the BCC and shit. Like start to this is where we need to go if we're doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think I think you could have you could have the because of the Bullet Club name, the Bullet Club name has launched a thousand ships. Like the Bullet Club name is what launched AEW. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So All in let's, have let's, like had fucking the Bullet Club LED screen as the backdrop yeah, for the entire show. Exactly. Like it was Bullet exactly. Club. Yeah. Absolutely. So do something with that. Let's do let's it. Let's not bitch. let them sit in the back. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, to to answer my own question about the Tungalowa thing, I know what it is. It's like, fuck, we've paid money for this whole thing. We agreed to sign this dude because we wanted to keep his brother fucking we've paid for his fucking medical bills probably now we need to start earning some money so we're just going to elevate him and he's either going to sink or swim we need to try and get stuff out of him he's a big guy he's a good looking dude he's got a great smile maybe we can do something to him but somebody needs to fucking tap this dude on the shoulder and be like yo man you you gotta this is fucking new japan pro wrestling you need to fucking lay it in. If you're going to do this dumb shit, I don't – I'm not a big Haku fan. I don't know if that was a combo he used to do, but, well, I don't know. But just whatever it is, it just needs to be fixed. And ELP is in there fucking doing anything he can to make that group cool. You know, he's, like, fucking changed the G.O.D. music to be like the G. Oh, and he's got the fucking logos and he's dressing. Hikaleo is like, what if we get you out of the brown and get you into the blue and black? Like, he's doing everything he fucking can. He's like, I've been dropped in here and I know it's supposed to be an elevation of me, but fucking hell. He's like, I got to I gotta lift this, but they, they need to too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I was pretty excited to see ELP like on the come up 
uh, after you know he was a man without a country for a while and now he's found a home and stuff and it i just don't know if if it's a elevation or if it's like a move sideways mm-hmm. it's know? feeling a sideways at the moment um i think they've got big plans for him i mean he's holding a title or whatever but like i think they were like look you're going to sort of become a major part of your own sort of faction but we need you to sort of move in here and pick up the pieces i guess like, is i mean is he is him holding a title fucking doing anything though like we've known I, for how long that fucking new japan can't really book a a tag team division no and now like they're holding secondary fucking tag team belts yeah mm. who had those belts who'd they win them off uh, they won them off of uh, the fucking war dogs. The other, see, that's a, now I'm mad about it. Now I think about it. They should have left them on the phone. The only, actually, no, get them off them. That's fine because I think Goto's injured. So I think we need to be doing something about the heavyweight tag titles. They should have fucking dropped them yes. during the thing. We're heading to World Tag League. What if they relinquish them? Winners of the tag league become the new champions because Goto can't defend. Put them on the dogs. Put them on the dogs. Put them on the dogs for real. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Are you you feeling uh, Super Junior Tags at all? I watched the first night, and by watch the first night, I was so tired, I put it on, and I realized I was watching it pages and I was sort of stunned for a second. And I'm like, I haven't seen a single Super Juniors tag match because I was just watching all the opening shit, which I was having fun with. But I'm like, why am I doing this? I should just be jumping straight to the heats. So I haven't actually seen a Super thing. But I did just see on Twitter that Robbie Eagles uh, shared their new finisher, the Maxi Bomb, and I'm fucking yep. about it. Ichiban Sweet Boys so repping funny. them right now in the shirt that I bought mere moments before my car was fucking treated like it was on a dock in Street Fighter fucking at the at the WSW show. So, yeah. That's upsetting. Mm-hmm. That is upsetting. But you did get to see uh, your friend Robbie again. Your I did friend, get to my see hero, Robbie. Robbie Eagles. Absolutely, uh, I did. Roberto He's, Consuelo Aguilar. Yeah, always an absolute pleasure. And he introduced me to Vegeta, who was lovely as well. I uh, got to get a photo with them. Me and my boy Chris both got Ichiban Sweet Boy shirts, so I look forward to us rocking them as a team in Japan when we go back in March. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what was I going to talk about? Oh, you started talking about your your fucking car getting broken into, and that made me like. Sorry, I didn't mean sad. to bring you down. I'm over it. No, I, I'm, I'm like I'm feeling down now. <laughs> He's going to go to jail now because I'm feeling sad. Yeah. It um, is sad. It is sad. You know, the things like that are sad, um, especially when it's a brand new car and you're just trying to have a good time, watch a wrestling show. Really fucking bums you out. But these things happen. Um, insurance is taken oh, care of. Also, the police called me and they're like, we have a suspect. We're waiting for fucking DNA on this other crime that happened down the road that there was footage of, and then if that proves that they were in that car at that crime, that then links them back to that, which means that they were the ones that did the 16-car break-in at the WSW show. So Holy shit. Maybe they catch them. CSI they got, fucking Perth happening here. detectives on there fucking yeah. working. I mean, they didn't shit. give a fuck CSI on the night. Perth we talked to them. They're like, we're not coming. <laughs> we're like, okay, we'll, we'll go fuck ourselves. Thanks. But, um, but yeah, apparently they, they might bust them. I doubt that means anything for us, but uh, it would be satisfying to know they got caught. Yeah. Uh, so I remember you, you were talking about the the 
warm-up matches before the heats mm-hmm. uh i had a ton of fun today watching a match where uh we had it was just five guys mm-hmm. uh there was just three of the just five guys mm-hmm. uh it was yuya sonata and taichi mm-hmm. versus ishii ace tanahashi and oscar loiba and oscar dude yeah well i mean it was it was from the other I, day i saw that. your text but i was kind of busy at work and i just thought you had mistyped okada so <laughs> it was oscar, no, it was oscar. <laughs> okay oscar loiba yeah because okada's in america right now on an uh, AEW show okay right right okay yeah. but uh yeah so sonata sonata like takes out uh takes out ishii takes out the ace and runs over and like Dex Oscar, who's on the on the apron, mm. and Oscar just no sells it, no sells the world champ. Gets in fucking <laughs> Sonata hits him with a fucking clothesline. Just Oscar drops Sonata like a sack of shit and just starts screaming at him in German. It was the best thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I fucking love that. I loved it, dude. Yeah. I was having so much fun watching. I was just like. I was like, I'm about it. Let's fucking go, Oscar. I can't. A, he was very sweet when I met him. Uh, B, I can't wait. Fast forward five years when we're like, Oscar's the new fucking world champ and he's just Sonata's jobbing out to him as a fucking dad. It's going to yeah. be the best. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll, we'll replay this moment like that. It was a glorious time in pro wrestling. That, those were the fucking eggshells. You hear that? We work stiff. I'm calling it right now. Fucking Oscar Loiba fucking jobbing out Sonata in fucking two minutes in the future when he's an absolute titan. Hell yes. Hell is yeah. Dude, these, these like the current crop of young lions, mm-hmm. dudes are thick. Like, I mean, you. Oh, have you seen Knack? Knack has been fucking putting in that work. I was like, yo, his shoulders have doubled in size since I fucking. Dude like shook his hand last year well this year the start of this year knocks a fucking unit mm. fucking oscar's huge yeah. and you got fucking uh ichiban meat boy <laughs> fucking, oh my god oleg oleg <laughs> all your that, fucking you know what what it was those fucking dudes were looking pretty sort of fucking physically average compared to the crop before and they've gone to their homie oleg what do we do and he's like follow me and then just fucking, they're just in there fucking doing his shit and they're just turning into monsters. Oleg, show you. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I can't wait. I, I like to wait. think that Oleg only speaks in third person. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're now doing, a, we're now doing a, a new character is uh, Oleg, uh, Oleg the, what's he doing? He's like being a, a motivational speaker. Yeah. You know? o- Oleg it's like, like Oleg eats all you. the chunker by himself. They have to cook like a whole separate one for him. Like an entire oh. sumo stew just for him. Yes. Or where is Oleg chunker? Yeah, exactly right. And everyone just makes it for him because they're afraid of him. Oleg's so dominant, like Liger's in there cooking it for him and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I think uh, yeah, I think this class has me very excited, and it's funny because we all like we love every class when they come up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we love seeing we, we love seeing uh, Okan. You love seeing all the babies just, grow up. Like it's what it yeah. is. It's what makes New Japan so special. Speaking of babies growing up, our boy Yuya's back, mm-hmm. looking great. You know, Heat Storm Yuya, yeah, fuck, Hito Stormo, like fucking million bucks. Yeah, is it, with tears in his eyes, debuting, just a heartthrob. Yeah, what a what a gorgeous human being. Yeah. 
I'm just I'm so, I can't I'm so wait. excited for some of these some of these things that are going on right now. We told you that like back in the day, you know, it's obviously, you know, him and Suji debuted at the same time and they used to wrestle each other all the time to a draw. And we used to call them uh the Warhorse and Little Seabass because you yeah. <laughs> because uh um Suji had a little bit of a horse it's a mean nickname when I think about it, but a little bit of a horseish look about him, but was very big. And then we we uh, regarded Yuya as little Sebastian from Parks and Rec, the smaller horse of the two, and that's how we still refer to them to this day. And so I can't wait until we get the first War Horse versus Little Seabass match as adults. Oh, it's going to be so great. Yeah. It's going to be so great, man. And, like, Fujita is fucking taken off right now dude is, he's fujita's the he's, fucking future he's the future junior ace yeah he's yeah. junior ace now yeah absolutely and, and to be honest he's so i could see bigger things for him beyond even juniors to be honest like as a as it goes you could see him growing up into that next level for sure um but he he was so good i didn't get to see his singles match again car um but i did get to meet him in person very nice got to see robbie fight Sean Spears for the WSW title, which is great because everybody's like cheering for 10 or whatever. And we were just belligerently cheering for Robbie. <laughs> like the only four people in the place because, you know, he was doing his <laughs> he's doing his best to be a cunt to everybody because he's, you know, in Perth and not in not in Sydney. Um, but we would not sway from Robbie. And it was a great match. He absolutely killed it, man. I really wanted him to hold that WSW title again. Yeah. Well, before we, um, we, you know, we're on a bit of a lightning round today, but do you want to and have you had a chance to watch the Coliseum tournament yet? Because I've seen both days of Coliseum and absolutely loved it. But if you haven't seen it, I would love to get your opinion on PWA Coliseum at another time. Yeah, let's let's save that uh, for maybe next next week or the week after. Why don't we? I since you're on leave, why don't we try and knock out another episode next week with a little bit more time? We, yeah. you and I, will talk about moving to a little bit shorter episode format anyway. What about next week? We'll catch up when you've had a chance to go through them, and we knock it out. Yeah, that sounds great, man. Yep, I think that's going to be a fun time. And we could talk about a little bit about Royal Quest and do a little bit more about Super J, Super Junior Tag League because I'm loving Super Junior Tag League right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds like that's, a good um, plan. And I can get caught up on Super Junior Tag League, so it'll sort of be a we'll, we'll get through both this next week. Do you think that's uh, Do you think that's episode? I think that's episode. I think this has been a fun well, little speedy chat. We've what? wrapped up all the guess negative what? times. What? Guess what? Welcome to the King of Shorts, the Okada Shorts <laughs> podcast, the International Wrestling Grand Prix. I'm your good friend, Curtis Beers. That's your bad friend, Rafe Houston. Oh, my God. Uh, we have been talking for hours because we did DYS as well, and we've only just done the intro. Oh, my God. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Okada okay. Shorts. And uh, what what we've got to say every time here. is where do, where do they find us online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like our uh, humorous oratory and you've heard uh, – that you've heard here today and you want to hear more dick jokes free of charge you can feel free to check out our sister shows the faces and feels cast where rafe talks to uh in, independent pro wrestlers and gets to know them and you can check out my uh sister show the throw and dice podcast where i talk about you know things like warhammer and uh, D and 
and uh, all that sort of hobby. I've never if been like on it. Check out our rudely, yeah. rudely kept <laughs> off that podcast the entire time. <laughs> God damn. I'm trying to read. Uh, if you'd like to check <laughs> Have you got it written down? I always thought you just recited this from memory. I, I used to, but I wanted to make sure that we could get it if we're going to be like trying to keep it shorter. You're trying to be a professional and I'm already ruining it is what you're saying. Numbers there. Yeah. Well, had I uh, been on the show, we wouldn't have to shows. have this fight every time. That's true. <laughs> if you'd like to check out our sister shows, hot friends, check out all the great shows on the count out podcasting network. There's guaranteed to be a show for you. There's so many different shows about things like stardom or Deathmatch or even just news from around the world. You can find it on the, uh, the count out podcasting network. Speaking of the count out network, if you'd like to help us and our network out, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash count out pod and giving us gifts of money. You'll get tons of extra content from all the shows on the Countout Podcast, including our own extra content on Drop Your Shorts, which we recorded earlier today. A great one where we talked about recommending movies and comics and TV shows. Not everyone has the money it takes to give us some uh, money, but you can also help the show in freeways by liking, subscribing, rating the show highly, leaving a review, sharing to all your social media. And if you have comments questions death threats whatever episode topic suggestions you can get a hold of us at all the various social medias under okada shorts on instagram and twitter or by emailing okada shorts at gmail.com till then you can find me on uh, instagram at eldestructo83 rafe where, where can they find you at faces feels cast on all the places and that's also the way the easiest way to find uh, all my podcast stuff well that's us yeah, that's it. I don't like it when you read it. It sounds like you're reading it. Never do that again. It's going to be off the cuff. It's, that's how we do it, even if it is messy and takes longer. I don't care. Um, Curtis, right. I appreciate right. you dearly as a good friend. I want to thank everybody for listening. If you did, thanks for your patience with us. There's been a lot going on in personal lives. It can be very hard to find time, especially when your podcast host is on the other side of the world and we are dealing with like a seven-hour time difference. Uh, if you don't think that's an excuse, I don't know. Fuck off. I don't really know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> Get out of here. I want to. I want to thank um, the amazing Robbie Eagles. Always so kind, um, especially in person. Took the time to, you know, introduce me to Fujita, which which really meant a lot to me. It, it was really kind. So um, had a great time at that show. The WSW shows are awesome. If you have never had a chance to check one, next time they're kicking around Australia, you should definitely go do that. Uh, and until then, check out everything on social media, rate and subscribe, listen or die, keep it right, keep it tight, and most importantly, keep it what, Curtis? Not written down, that's for sure. Shorts! <laughs> has been a count out podcast. 
Ring Post Radio is the only show hosted by Ryan Knightsey and Scotty Edwards that talks about the entire world of professional wrestling. With new episodes coming out every Sunday, there is absolutely no reason to not listen to real, honest wrestling opinions from two crazy maniacs. Have a hot boy summer and listen along to Ring Post Radio every Sunday on the Countout Network.